Hi, and welcome to the podcast show, Podcast My Business. And today we have Bernard from Ucidity, and we're talking about websites. Hi, Bernard. Hey, Tony. How are you? I am awesome. It's I just tell everyone it's Friday afternoon, so this is a Friday afternoon podcast, so read into that as you wish. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, exactly. I think it's going to be more of a fun one and uh, that's the whole idea. And those who've seen Westworld and know the name Bernard, I did ask whether it's Bernard or Bernard and I was told Bernard and uh, Bernard has not seen the show, so don't tell him what who Bernard is. <laughs> Uh, you'll have to figure it out for yourself. Yeah, so. I don't like it. I don't like this mystery around my own name and this character. Mm, well, he is, a, he is a character. You're right. That's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's yeah. quite – oh, I've given something away by saying he. But then again, Bernard is going to be he. Yeah, if, unless it's a yeah. Bernadette, but um, yeah. Isn't there – there's a same Bernard. There's a dog. That's one of those yeah, big sheep dog. dogs, yep. those big – snow things with mm-hmm. a barrel or the mm-hmm. rum in it or something that's it yeah for um stranded uh people who are stranded on the avalanche or had an accident when they're skiing or snowboarding um they take oh. like medicine or or alcohol to to yeah. warm them up and uh and keep them going that's it or unless you get to a friday afternoon and you don't have any alcohol and you're stuck in iso you just you call a saint bernard and he brings <laughs> it over for you wouldn't that be cool <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if only. Okay. All right. So, uh, tell us a little bit about Ucidity. Well, um, Ucidity is a end-to-end marketing agency. So, the way we usually describe it is we go all the way until pay-per-click. So, when we're doing that, like big-end uh, SEO or um, pay-per-click advertising, we'll bring on a partner. But everything from figuring out your brand strategy, getting your brand um, right, and then online how it represents uh, on your website and through your digital marketing. Um, that's what we do. And we build strategies around that, integrating your CRM as well so that you can track and manage and, and have oversight over everything that's happening. Um, and that's what Ucidity delivers. Mm, fantastic. Okay. Um, that's nice and easy. Thanks for your time. Yeah, easy. No problem, man. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. okay. So soon your site, you've got three things. Uh Business analysis, which I like because understanding your business should be where the core of everything starts mm-hmm. and ends. Concept creation, so you've got your creatives um, looking at concept and helping you be more unique and functional in interactive web experiences. And then you test and deploy. Mm-hmm. Why would you test? Do Heavens to be, oh, why, why would you would test, test and deploy? Everything. Why would you test? Just deploy it and hope for the best. Yeah, um, isn't that the normal way? Man, there, there are some key things for sure around testing and, and one of those being um, ensuring that it's responsive, making sure that the experience is as good on every device that you can possibly think of um, as it is when you first built it. So, you know, we all build on desktop, uh, but people often forget to, to look at tablet and what does it respond like on tablet? How is the experience different on tablet? Should it be a different experience? Some brands can leverage different platforms for different entire experiences, um, taking over the entire screen or, or something like that when you're when you're using it on a tablet because people are more familiar to that app-like um, experience on a, on a tablet or on a mobile. So taking those considerations into place um, and then also seeing uh, user experience. If if a client invests in it, um, I think it's always a good investment to make. You could A/B test or even A/B/C test a couple of different um, 
styles of a site and see where the best response comes from. Uh, and that's the best way to then obviously make sure your your buck is getting the most return out of it. All right. So I spotted some terminology there. I was like getting clarification of terminology. You said responsive. Yeah. What um, does that mean? So that is the way the site adapts based on the device. Um, so, you know, on mobile, obviously it's long and thin. On your desktop or your tablet, like a tablet could be either way. It could be long and thin. It could be um, landscape or portrait. Um, whereas a desktop is usually, you know, your standard an A4 landscape um, uh, shape. So you want to make sure that if your site, when your site is built, that it responds adequately for each one of the different um, screen types so that you can see as much content or the right content um, on every screen. Fantastic. Okay. So you had a couple of key things here. So I know a lot of people are unhappy with a website because it doesn't really represent their business because it changes mm. over time or the web dev yep. doesn't listen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that never happens. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so, um, or even more so, the client isn't clear mm-hmm. on their instructions. Um, so how do you work around that? How do you make sure that you get a website that represents people's businesses? Yeah, I think you you, you, can't, you hit quite a few topics in there. I think, you know, you've got to start off with a solid strategy. It's always got to be about the strategy and the greater vision. You know, in the end, you've got to understand who is your customer and what do they want. And that often will come before what you want personally. And it's great that you have a perception of, of how you want your brand to represent. But if that doesn't reflect the expectation of your customers, then it's pointless making a great website that's all about you because they're not buying you, they're buying whatever the product or service it is that you're offering. And you want to build a trust and relationship around that. So understanding the type of customer you want to you want to target, what their expectations are, how to communicate effectively to them, the type of language, tone um, that you use, the type of color, what does that represent? Um, more so from an industry perspective, um, I don't get so concerned in the definition of colors um, because they're inconsistent. They're not like a dictionary. So it's, it's, you know, it's hard to validate the definition of a color if it changes depending on who's, who's written the definition. Um, but understanding industry and color um, and uniqueness, you know, how do you stand out, um, can all be part of your strategy. Once you've got that strategy down, you need to cr- construct something around it, a brief, uh, a um, brand document, a brand guide. Something that isolates and identifies those colors, which ones are primary colors, which ones are highlights that are used, you know, kind of more sparingly. Um, And from that, you need to wireframe it and then mock it up. So you need to give something tangible to the developer to make sure that they can transpose and communicate effectively what you want to represent as your online presence. And that is like the right process to go through if you want to end up with something that actually represents your brand, not just a nice to have brochure website that's a, a tick box exercise you know you want to make sure that it does something for the business well it's interesting you talk about a brochure the way i explain it to people you can have the best looking website or the best looking brochure mm-hmm. and if it's in the, your bottom drawer and nobody hears about it then yeah. what's the point 100%. so takes me to another thing here look i've done an awesome segue i'm proud of myself Mate, you're, you're good at this have you done it before 
I've once or twice. Nice, man. Uh, like I explained to people, I've got a great face for um for for radio. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast radio. So, yeah, exactly. Podcast. Well, podcasting is a new radio. That's it, man. There we go. I had to get that one in. All right. So another one you've got here, I have a great website, but it's not bringing me any business. So mm-hmm. what are some strategies to fix that? Look, I think um, there's that huge misnomer that once you build the website, you're, you're done. Your job is done. And, and then you never see anything come from it. And the next time some web developer calls you and says, hey, you should upgrade your website, you turn around and go, mate, the website's never done anything for me. Why would I put any money in that? You know? And that completely makes sense. But then the question is, what did you do with the website? It's exactly like you just said. If you take a brochure and you put it in your bottom drawer, it doesn't do anything for anyone. So it's the same with your website. Um, so you've got to look at, like, at the options for um, inbound marketing, and, uh, and kind of multi-channel marketing. So depending on your budgets, there's so many different ways you can cut this um, offering up. You could do anything from, uh, you know, you could go through the whole kit and caboodle, put in your automation, put in your um, social media content strategies, uh, put in your uh, landing pages and blog posts and content writing and have all of these things funneling traffic towards your website. Um, but you could even start smaller than that. Pick a single niche in your business that you find to be the one you're either the most excited and and uh, brings in the most return. It might not be the best dollar figure, but the projects are more streamlined so that the amount of energy you put into it for the amount of work done, um, you actually max- maximize the, the, the cash flow that comes in from those projects. Identify that. Write a single landing page that's scripted for that. And the way that we talk about landing pages is you, there's got to be a process. And you can't start straight away with buy, buy, buy because you haven't built any trust with the customer, right? So the first thing you want to start off with is just um, identify what the problem is. And you hear it all the time. Identify what the problem is and really just go at the problem. Like, what is the problem? Like, really just stick the screwdriver in it, you know? But um, but don't 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 go too hard on on the problem. What you want to focus on is drawing them towards the opportunity. So you talk about the the problem and then identify straight away what is the opportunity they can get by taking advantage of whatever it is that you're offering. From there, make it very very industry specific. So you know we typically write a set of questions like, are you facing these problems? And these are the kind of questions they'll be asking themselves in their head all the time. And you've just put them straight out there and said, okay, these are the questions we know you're asking yourself. And if you read on to the next section, here is where we're going to answer your questions. So there's a bit of a, there's a, bit of a process to it. You want to lead them through this story. You want to lead them from one stage to the next. We've identified the big overwhelming problem. We've identified the macro problems that are underneath that or the micro problems that sit underneath that. Underneath that, you want to start to talk about... Um, solutions but solutions as a set of offerings so you don't want to get into the nuts and bolts every little bit bit and piece of things that you're going to offer to fix this problem but more of an overview of the things that could be possible um, if they if they take on the opportunity and through this you know after each one of these sections you would then have a call to action and each call to action will refer to where they are at within that process so the first one would be more of a soft touch it'd be like if you're interested in more information click here the next one would be more like are you ready for the next step? Are you ready to put in your strategy? Click here, you know? The next one after that, you want to start to add some credibility around it. So a case study, a video, um, something about the business and the team that's going to support it, um, experience, knowledge, 
uh, any kind of certifications, awards, anything like that, that adds some real substance. So if somebody's still a little bit shy to make the first step, this is, gonna, this is where it's really going to hit home for them. And they're going to be like, wow, these guys really know their stuff. And if you hit that process every time, and at the end of that, you hit them with another call to action um, or a downloadable guide or something like that, then that's where you're going to get your, your ROI. And now you can start using all your other strategies to pull people towards that. So multi-channel strategies where you're doing social media posts and content that all refer back to that landing page. Um, you know, leverage LinkedIn, write LinkedIn articles, because when you write a LinkedIn article, it notifies your entire network that you've produced an article. That notification is gold, you know, um, that you can then use to refer people back to your site and that offering. Um, if, you know, you could use, uh, if you have the budget, you go into pay-per-click, advertising on through social media channels, advertising through Google. Um, the pages, because they're so niche and specific, they'll be highly SEO. So you can look at um, doing some keyword research and seeing where keyword research can allow you to really target and refine your copy. Um, so the copy really targets, you know, so there's so many things you can wrap into just one single landing page, but at least starting with that landing page means you've already cut out a little segment and you're talking directly to a customer that potentially your, your um, competition aren't. Your competition could have the same generic website that says all the beautiful offerings and everything, but they haven't targeted it down, you know? Well, a lot of what you're saying sounds like a similar strategy when you're trying to find a new lover. So are you <laughs> the yeah. website love doctor? Mate, we we are the custom customer relationship love doctor. We want to create long-lasting relationships with your customers. Fantastic. <laughs> and you have – I always look for – interesting titles to put on the podcasts and i thought i'm going to get that that wording in somehow i've done okay. it now i'm very very happy Mate, that's a great title <laughs> <laughs> there you go bernard look thanks very much for your time and you've given some great tips there and certainly the landing page strategy yep you've got to have a good high performing landing page mm -hmm. and a good call to action mm -hmm. call to action is important and on your website all over the site you've got book a 15-minute call or get in touch with us. So please, mm -hmm. everyone head to Lucidity. That's like Lucidity without the L. We don't have time to go yeah. through mm -hmm. that story today. Um, <laughs> we'll have to do another one. <laughs> have to do another one, Bernard. That's fantastic. All right. Awesome, Thanks Absolute so much pleasure. for your time. Likewise.